Alright lads, this podcast is a member of the Vices of Wrestling podcast and network. Visit vicesofwrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcast, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions and updates across the world of wrestling. Sometimes you get bored of N64, so let's watch wrestling till our eyes get sore. We love the Tivoli, but there's so much more wrestling around the world. Making friends and making tons and wrestling around the world. Hello everybody and welcome to the Sarah and Sarah podcast, episode 12. Today, again, isn't Sarah and Sarah. It's going to be a bit different, and it's going to be Sarah and Jenna wrestling around the world. But uh, I, will, I will get talking to Jenna in a minute. Um, since we last recorded, well, since I last recorded, um, we were down at Phoenix Wrestling in Cork, and that was definitely an event. Um, I'd planned to record with some of the guys down there, and um, we did record a bit soon after leaving a bar down there, and uh, let's just say some of the recordings probably shouldn't make it to air. Um, maybe we might release them as a special sort of gift for you all soon. But yeah, it's it could get in trouble for some of the things that were, were said down there. But yeah, Phoenix Wrestling was definitely... They definitely did not expect to be that popular the first night. We walked in and there was absolutely nowhere for us to stand. They completely sold out the place. Um, People were turned away at the door... It, even they said themselves they weren't expecting that sort of numbers, which is good to see for a first time show down in in Cork. And yeah, it was absolutely fantastic. It was kind of weird being from Dublin, nearly like invading the scene down there. And people like LJ Cleary welcomed the cheers from the Dublin crowd, but uh, did not like the Cork and Limerick crowd that were there that night. And yeah, more than hype against Fight Mode were outstanding. Those guys are, are definitely ones to watch. And um, we had Raven against Valkyrie, which is outstanding. And um, we got to see Luther Ward and Pa Ward against Be Cool and Team Prick. And you could see it was nice for Luther to kind of let loose and have a bit of fun instead of seeing him stress at OTT shows all the time. It was it was nice to see that. And um, yeah, I'd say for those of you who can, definitely try and go check out a Phoenix show. I definitely really, really enjoyed my time down there. And, and Cork City is a nice little spot. It's 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 nice to travel down to and just plenty of places to stay. And yeah, it's 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 very much so enjoyed. But um, whilst I was at Phoenix Wrestling with a lot of the gang, um, my friend Jenna here, who's been on the show before, um, was at Fight Club Pro. So Jenna, would you like to just talk about not even review the matches, but just the Fight Club Pro? What's it all about and, and why is it such a special promotion to go to? Okay, hello, it's me. Um, so yeah, Fight Club's my favourite. I've been going for like a year now. Um, I think I never went when it was like the really small venues that everybody talked about, like when it was like Fiction and Planet and stuff. So I've only been going since it was in like Starworks, which is way bigger. But it still just has like a really cool feel. I don't know, like, it's kind of hard to explain unless you, like, go, I think, because, like, it doesn't, like, you, I feel like you watch it and it, like, doesn't look, because, like, the VODs are super dark, so you can't see anything around it, because, like, okay, because they had these big lighting rigs that I, I think they got rid of them because I tripped on one once. Suing, (laughs) suing Starworks. (laughs) 
Um, and I'm convinced that's why they got rid of them. Not really. But it's just, it's really cool. I think I like it personally because they have a lot of the wrestlers that I love really regularly. Like, so I like it for that. And it just has a really cool atmosphere. And I like the size. Like, it's it's big enough where you can kind of, like, not feel too scared to, like, <laughs> shout stuff or be loud. But it's it's still small enough to feel like intimate like a little yeah. indie show opposed to like a big massive show um yeah and big strong boys was real good lots of good boys on big strong boys yeah definitely I I think what what I really liked about Factor Pro was the fact that it's one division and you have people mm-hmm. like Minnie McKenzie and obviously Mako Setamora being champion and stuff it was it's nice to see that. It's it's something that kind of sets them apart from other promotions, mm-hmm. I think. I love that. I love how anybody can just go for the title. Like, that's my favorite kind of wrestling, is just every wrestler wrestles every other wrestler. It doesn't really matter about gender or, any, or weight or anything like that. So that's why I really... Like, some of my favorite matches from Fight Club have been intergender matches. So I think, yeah, that's definitely another reason why I love it so much. Because I just like to see like Millie McKenzie suplex like six dudes twice her size it's like my favorite thing in the world and I think the kind of explosion of Millie over the past year is really down to her work in Fight Club Pro I think that's oh, yeah. obviously her home and, and her and Omari are, are two stars for mm. not even for the future for for now like mm. with Omari winning the Infinity the Infinity Tournament and mm-hmm. obviously poor Walter broke that on oh, him. I was so upset. Like, how, how could he do that to him? It was bad enough that he beat him and then he just like stomps on his Infinity Trophy. And I was I was at Infinity and I was like, he worked so hard for that trophy and now it's just bits on the ground. It was so sad. But it was a great match though, Walter versus Omari. It was unreal. Like Omari really like held his own. Like you could kind of, like I bet he was really like nervous going into that, but like it was really good. I was so, I'm always in impressed with Omari like every match he has like it's just he never isn't impressive no matter who he's against like he had three matches with Keith Lee and he was unreal in every single one of them like he never gets outshined by like these huge names ever because he's so good I think that's someone who I feel like should be getting more attention I feel like he doesn't get enough like I was really happy to see when he went over to Shakara for the Young mm-hmm. Lions Cup because that that's definitely a good move for him and it's kind of his element he's he seems to be really good in tournaments it's mm. 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 <laughs> let's keep that in mind for tournaments <laughs> oh. and I'd love to see him in OTT him and uh, Millie him and Millie I know I'd love to see them over I remember Millie said I don't know I think it was in an interview a while ago she did and she said that um this makes me feel so old but she said when she finishes sixth form then she'll try and do more international bookings and I was like oh wow you forget how young she is she just turned 18 Millie McKenzie but I think the reason that I kind of um like connect with Millie is because Millie's fight club debut is also my very first fight club show Mm. and I loved her like right away and it's been so cool to like have been with her and like seen her from the very very beginning and see where she is now like getting bookings in like Germany and like she she made her WWE UK debut like it's insane but she's I mean she's incredible like her I, I can't 
Like, she's gifted. Like, she's genuinely gifted. It's un- it's unbelievable. I think she... I think the big thing for me is when I see all these... Because there's so many people coming through. You can tell the people that just get it. They, exactly, they get it. yeah. Like, Millie... Get she's it. a great wrestler. You know, and that's what she's focused on. Mm-hmm. She's focused on becoming the best wrestler she can be. Mm-hmm. And that's what really, really just sets her apart, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, she has so much obvious natural talent but that doesn't stop her from working as hard as she possibly can like it's a combination of the two and that's why it like just turned 18 she's like massive and like everybody wants her and like everybody loves her and it's like I just love her I just love Billy McKenzie (laughs) with that like you can see that she's going out and she's having fun like with this like the bruiser mates of Pete Dunne you can tell that she is just having an absolute ball and and that's what I love that's what I love seeing I think Mm -hmm. we were talking about it yesterday yes you love seeing wrestlers actually going out and enjoying what they're doing having fun just having fun having a great time and I think Fight Club Pro does get that balance of having fun but also having great matches i know people have the argument that fight club pro the downfall is that it doesn't have storylines yeah it's not and, story, it, and it doesn't yeah. follow through and that's every company has its flaws yeah and that is a flaw but where it makes up for that we're having all that great talent like daisuke oh, yeah. sakamoto's coming over i know that's next insane month. like when i saw that i was like oh damn them and like mako's champion mm-hmm. and it's like that is, I think the whole um, Satamora thing is kind of, though, indicative of the whole, like, inconsistent storyline. Because the whole, like, Brooks just took her title and, like, she hasn't been back. I mean, I'm sure it's building to something. I'm sure it'll come to something because it kind of has to. A Project Mayhem, maybe. Project, yeah, I think they'll kind of save something. Sorry. They'll maybe save okay. something big for Project Mayhem. But... I mean, I honestly, like, I, I always, like, thought of myself as, like, someone who loves really story-based wrestling, and, like, that's what they enjoy the most, but, like, with Fight Club, like, I don't even, I don't even really need story, I just love it, and, like, I think what you said a second ago about, like, there's not, like, a ton of, like, really consistent story, but they make up with it with the talent, and I think the new, like, um, I think it's Schadenfreude, is how you say it. Sure. Schadenfreude. <laughs> I, don't I know did how you German say it. for five years. Schadenfreude. Schadenfreude. But that's like an example of that. Like the story around it's been a bit kind of shaky and don't really know what's going on, but it's like a really cool thing. And I think they'll do really cool things with it. They can go somewhere with it, definitely. Yeah, for sure. it's, it's definitely room for growth, and what a group! It's I, know, it's, I love it's, a big bad boy faction. Yeah. I live for it. <laughs> I know. I don't know. I don't like what they did to Lovely Jonah, but I suppose no, we, that was really had to be made. I was so conflicted because Lovely Jonah got turned on, but also got he got pinned by Chris Brooks, and I was like, oh, I'm so conflicted. <laughs> for those of you who may be listening to this for the first time or, or don't know <laughs> Jenna. Um, she really, really likes CCK. Yeah, not many, not many people know, mm. but I'm a big. Uh, I just really like CCK, so it was a conflicting moment because I love Jonah. We all love Jonah. We all love Jonah. Big pork butt with Jonah. <laughs> it's Jonah Rock approved. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. He said it was okay. <laughs> yeah, it's that's the thing. Resting right now, there's so many great companies doing great things and bringing all this talent in. But I think Fight Club Pro bring in, like, who 
it's bringing in that's like second mode mm. like do, yeah, you know what I mean it's insane and last year Project Mayhem bringing in the Dragon, Dragon Gate guys, Gate guys. Well, yeah, that technically was they're not Dragon Gate anymore SEMA has his own company now <laughs> in, in, in China but um, yeah like th- I think that's what sets them apart and I think that's really really great and like speaking of bringing in great talent we're oh. both going to a show very soon here in Ireland <gasps> OTT WrestleRama 2 <laughs> Um, and our friend Leah posted up last night saying like, there's gonna be a like a WWE champions. There's gonna be new like New Japan champions. There's gonna be Evolve champions. There's gonna be Progress champions, PWG champions. <laughs> I feel like there's champions from every single thing. I never even thought of that actually. I didn't see that like. I, was it a, did she tweet it yeah. yeah I didn't see Leah's tweet but I, that is such a good point like that's yeah. insane I don't think just WWE but the, the, the point still stands yeah there's loads like it's crazy like in like a I don't know it's like a big basketball court in it like <laughs> the, the arena like it's insane and it's like I don't know it's just crazy because I've only like I've only been into wrestling a few years I've only really been going to indie wrestling for like two or three so, like, I feel like it, I don't really fully understand how much of a big deal that is. Because, like, I've been going since there's been it a started lot of really being sick talent getting booked, like, here and in the UK and stuff. But it's still, when you actually think about it, like, I don't know. Like, it's insane. Like, I don't know. I don't even know what to say. Like, when people turn up with, like, when Pete turns up for, like, WWE championships and, like, like, Mustache Mountain turned up at Fight Club with, like, the actual NXT, NXT championships. And then, like you said, like, PWG champions and New... Like, New... I never thought I'd get to see people from New Japan in Ireland. Like, it's... Never. never I was just like, oh, like... I never even thought I'd get to see, like, people from, like, Lucha Underground in, like, mm. Ireland or the UK. Like, Pentagon and Phoenix and then Helico. Now at Helico's, like, a regular... Yeah. So, I mean, it's like, it's like, oh, cool, our helico's here again. Like, it's like, even when I started watching a short time ago, that was still seemed like so, like, whoa, like, they're far away, yeah. like, they're big deals. And now it's like, oh, bangerang, yes, we love it. <laughs> I used to think it was boomerang. Oh. Boomerang. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely. That's amazing. And when I found out, I was like, well, I seem like, I just, like, bangerang's bangerang. not a word. It's, yeah, boomerang it's not a real a word. word. At least boomerang's a real boomerang. word. Boomerang. <laughs> Love on Helico. Um, yeah, so for those of you who don't know, WrestleRama 2, um, the main event is going to be Jordan Devlin against Walter. Um, that's going to be an absolute banger. And if you haven't seen it, go check out the highlight video. Mm, oh my God, that um, was incredible. Like, if you are not excited for that match, if you don't know the story, if you're not familiar with either of their work, that will get you hyped. Yeah. Um, it's 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 insane. Um, and their matches on the card are another title match, um, the Kings of the North against the Angel Cruisers. Uh, another great hype video for that, um, focusing on Be Cool being tortured by the ghost of Justy, which is which I is really seen interesting. That one. Yeah, go check I it out. It it's it's really good. Um and also on the card we have Kushida. Like <laughs> like just insane. even say that Kushida. <laughs> We're saying Kushida in Ireland. <laughs> Um, Kushida against Shane Strickland, lovely Shane Strickland, mm. who just last night won the Evolve Championship yes. at the time of recording, and 
that was a, a great match against Matt Riddle and I love bad boy Strickland as well yeah. I've never seen Strickland like that and I was like yes because I love a I love a bad boy so bad yeah. boy Strickland was like yes 10 out of 10 perfection would stand would stand <laughs> we love a Shane Strickland we love a Shane Strickland um we have Ishii against Juice Robinson um oh, yeah. which is like the the G1 is on right now and that's a match that happened in the G1 and we're seeing that in, in a GAA hall, the arena on Shirt Road. <laughs> like, what? That's crazy. Um, we're going to see the IWGP US like, belt in Ireland. Um, <laughs> second belt we've seen from New Japan over here. Um, we're also going to see David Starr against the lovely, the glorious... Oh. The, the king. G- the king, the gentleman, <laughs> Timothy Thatcher. Oh. We here at the Sarah Sarah podcast and all of its friends and family and anyone associated love Timothy Thatcher. Oh, he's just the best. We were both lucky enough to meet him when we went to Germany um, after he won Ambition. And I, th- if I didn't love him before, I definitely loved him after. Like that man, we kind of joined in at the end of the queue. Yeah. And I was, you know, we were expecting to go up you know, get a picture, like, oh, thanks, Timothy, like, oh, we're, we're big fans. No, that man stood there for the guts of, well, five, ten minutes yeah. talking to us um, and made the promise that he would be back in Europe by the end of he the year. He kept his promise. He kept his promise. And the thing, he kept thanking us. Yeah. And we were like, you're Timothy Thatcher. Like, thank you. <laughs> like, we came here and we're here to see people like you. But all he did for about, like, five or ten minutes was to be like, thank you so much for coming. I just love that, like, people travel for this now. And it was like... And that was the thing. Like, I actually didn't love Timothy Thatcher before we went to Carrot. Like, I knew who he was. And last time he was at OTT in, like, February. I just... I didn't, like, know that much about him. And I was like, ah, oh, you know, it's all right, isn't he? But, <laughs> but then, like... All throughout, like, Carrot Weekend. I just, like, I legit just fell in love with the man. He's just, he's incredible. And he's, like, a he's, like, it sounds cheesy to say it, but he's genuinely, like, a gentleman. Like, it, like I've, I've never met someone like him before. <laughs> the man takes his cap off before he shakes your hand. That's when you know. I was shook. Yeah. I was, I felt like a princess. It was amazing. <laughs> so... We love Timothy Thatcher, and I really hope we need to see him win. He okay. He needs to, to win. win. He needs like he needs. To, <laughs> if he doesn't win, I'll be very upset because we love Timothy. We, Thatcher. we love we love a Timo. We love big Timo. Um, other matches on this show. Legit one hundred. Legit one hundred against more than hype. Now we need to say this about this match. It doesn't really make a lot of sense if more than hype lose. Right, that would be really like I don't think they can like because they're so like. I don't know, like, legit 100 do, like, work in, like, I, more than hype, I think, could eventually work individually, but now they're so, like, integrally together, in- yeah. whereas legit 100 were kind of doing their own thing before, and then they kind of came together, so it kind of only makes sense for more than hype to win. Yeah, and I, f- I feel like legit 100, they had, they wrestled that one match together. The re- and that was at being the was it, yeah being the elite in the stadium. Oh, I didn't go to that. That's one. what they were picked. Yeah, they were picked to, to be against British Strong Style, and Tyler got injured, so oh, they're against the yeah. two of them. But like oh, since yeah. then, 
But more than hype, and you can tell, I said this actually, I'm, I'm plugging another podcast here, <laughs> the, the Eurograps podcast, if you visit Eurograps.com. Um, more than hype, you can tell that the three of them are best friends. You can tell that they're living their dreams together and they're having a, a ton of fun. You you can tell that they just love being in the ring together. And I don't want to see that die no. in OTT. I think we no, need to I see don't. more of that. And seeing the three of them together on main shows, definitely. Um, yeah. They have such great chemistry. Like, it's unreal. Oh, it's fantastic. Mm. And then we have Club Tropicana against yeah. Aussie Open. <laughs> That'll be fun. Um, I know the Aussie Open boys loved Club Tropicana. Yeah. Do you remember that that uh, contender show? You could see Kyle and Mark just being like, oh, what is going on? They love them. They love it. It's like most like people like, oh, who's your like dream opponents? And it's like, you know, some WWE legend or something in Aussie Open are just like, mate, Club Tropicana. <laughs> Can't blame them though. Club the- Tropicana are amazing. I pure love tro- Club Tropicana. They're so good. They, they get me every time when Captain Sexy... He rips that his... Oh, off. That's my favorite. Oh, and his um, when he puts the swimming hat on for the super, super sexy, sexy slip, slip and slide. slide. I that's like, I can't wait. I think that'll be a really fun match because I think I think like Club Tropicana will just come out doing their usual thing, and Aussie Open will just be like there, just so delighted with life that they get to wrestle them. And I think it's cute that they're doing that show on like, I'm like I'm, they're doing it on a really big show because like yeah. they, like they've kind of like. Because they've both been, like, tweeting each other and stuff, saying how much they like each other. But And I thought, oh, they'll do it on, like, a contender show or something. Because, like, Club Tropicana are, like, great on contenders. But I like how they're doing it on, like, a big Rama show. Because, like, it'll be a fun match. I say that might open. Yeah, that would be, be really opener. fun to get into it, I think. So I'd say that might open it and that'd be really good. Am I missing out on any other matches? <sighs> is there no women's match? Yeah, there's no women's match on oh. this <laughs> Which is, which is a big shame. I feel like the Irish women especially are doing a great, great job of mm. building themselves up right now. Um, I, I talked about them enough on this podcast, but um, like Valkyrie is definitely someone that's gunning for the title. And I really hope that she gets a title match again soon. Mm-hmm. It, it makes sense. She's really a, a big star. Um, so yeah, the next day we have contenders. Um, we won't run down the card for that, but... Um, <laughs> Big, big coup for the women's division, though. Tony Storm is coming back after not appearing for OTT in over two years because mm. it was before Jen and myself started going that um, she made an appearance. And that's massive. Yeah, Tony's huge. Like, Tony's, like... I feel like Tony's, like, one of, like, the women on, like, the, like, UK-Irish scene. Because, like, she's kind of, like, I feel like the woman of, like, the... Like the like the U WWE UK and stuff like that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't know. I think it's it's like a huge. She's just huge, and I love Tony. So I'm really Tony's on maybe buy a ticket. I saw Tony was on the show, and I was like immediately had to. Buy I a I ticket. remember this actually. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, Tony! I'm, I'm a like, huge yeah. Tony Storm fan. <laughs> like that's and and it's gonna be against Valkyrie, Debbie, and Raven against Katie Harvey. Sasha Moth Martina and and Tony Storm, and that's huge. Like that's. That's great for those three girls to get that experience to wrestle Tony Storm. Mm-hmm. For sure. And it's kind of like a passing of the guard, essentially, mm. in, in women's wrestling in Ireland. Um, I really hope it's not, because I really hope that those girls stick around as well. And, yeah. And they all build a division together. Um, but yeah, it's, it's like 
It's amazing. It is. It's so cool. Like, I love women's wrestling. Like, I got into, like, women's wrestling before I got into, like, general. Like, I started off just watching women's wrestling because, I don't know, you're a woman and I'm a woman. And I was like, sure, I'll check this out. And, like, it's just, I love it. I love seeing it grow and succeed. And, like, especially here where, like, it, like... It, there just wasn't really no much there wasn't at all at all and now it's like it's insane the amount of, of of women who are coming up and like being amazing and it's just so cool to see it's so it's so inspiring like even if you if you don't if you're a woman who doesn't have any interest in wrestling it's still inspiring to see women succeeding in something they choose to do especially in such a male dominated world exactly it's wrestling is so even when it comes to the fan base, it feels like it's always been kind of portrayed as this very male thing to watch, mm-hmm. male thing to do. And it's like, you see that, a woman, a <laughs> wrestling fan. Dun, dun, dun. What? And it's kind of like, well, yeah, like, what's the difference? I think that's really changed. It like, has. It, there's st- I think there's still maybe a slight air of that, but I think it's like, it's really changed and like, it's just women can, just like wrestling. You can like see it in atten- you can see it in attendance at shows as well. Yeah, that 100%. It, it, okay, it's not a fifty fifty split, but it, mm-hmm. it's it's very close. It's, yeah, no, definitely. It's really close. Like there still isn't a line for the bathroom. Like <laughs> it's it's it still is predominantly male, but like it's there's definitely a nice group of women that go to shows now and mm-hmm. and I feel like for me, because when I was younger like I, I I've been a wrestling fan for, for years now, since since I was a baby mm-hmm. out of the womb nearly um <laughs> and I always felt like it was weird for for me to like wrestling and I always felt like my opinion was looked down on or it wasn't taken seriously because oh she's just a little girl she doesn't mm-hmm. know anything about wrestling she doesn't know what she's talking about and now I feel like so I have a podcast uh-huh. now don't I girl we, work. We, me, me, and, <laughs> me and Sarah have, a, have our podcast and but I feel like women's opinions on wrestling are now taken which is much kind of it's taken as seriously as the men and mm-hmm. I think so and, and gender doesn't really play a role now like I don't like someone just because they're attractive I like them because they're a good wrestler. I know I hate <laughs> I hate that mentality so much I feel like girls get that kind of their whole life with anything they like though you know oh, like yeah. music or bands or actors it's like oh you like them because you fancy them and it's like maybe my brain has a little yeah. more like complexity Ooh, to it me than girl that. me love man <laughs> me Ooh, love me love handsome boy <laughs> but yeah like yeah i just i just love we just love wrestling we like do. it's just we don't get up at all hours in the morning and we don't stay up to all hours of the morning just because we think someone's, someone's attractive we yeah. can watch that at any time of the day exactly like i don't get up at 7 a.m to watch new japan just mm. because i think like kazuchika okada is like a real cute guy yeah no, I he know. He's very cute, though. <laughs> cute boy. <laughs> cute boy. Um, very great, great fashion sense. Um, yeah, it's <laughs> like no, it, it's just not. There's so many different avenues to explore if we did just find people. Right, attractive. exactly. Like I don't know. Like I don't like spend all like I spend like every spare cent I have on some whether it's like to buy a show, to go to a show, to buy some kind of merch, and yeah. like. I'm really not going to spend that much money and invest this much time in something just because a few of them are a bit, bit cute. I'm like, like, 
But yeah. I don't know. I feel like that's changing as well. I feel like that's it's not as as much of a thing anymore where it's like, oh, well, women only like it because... Just those Neanderthals <laughs> on the internet. And I feel like it's the other way as well. Like, women wrestlers aren't just valued based on how men find them attractive either. Because yeah. it used to be that. Oh, yeah. But now it's like... Like if you're good, you're good. Yeah, like men love like people like Tony or Millie or Kaylee Ray or Mako because they're unreal wrestlers, not because ooh they're pretty. You know what I mean? Like, which is ballin', love it, ballin'. We, we love a woman's wrestler. <laughs> we love it. <laughs> oh, it's really like there's so much talent out there, and it's great to see with the, with the May Young Classic two coming up. Some great, it's some great, great names there coming. Are some unbelievable people in it. Like I remember. I missed when they announced that Satamora was in it, and then someone told me, and I was like, sorry, what? And, like, it's so cool. Like, they have so... And I love that they really try to get a diverse group of women. I really... Because that's so important to get, like, good representation... From all corners of the globe. everywhere, all, like, ethnicities, all nationalities. Like, that's so important, that kind of representation, especially among, like women who are already kind of not as well represented in wrestling as men and then yeah. to get I just think it's sick. I love it. Who do you think's gonna win? Who do you want to win? Tony? Tony. I, I'd uh, or Yo. I'd love if Yo won. Tony or I think to I would want Tony or Yoshrai to win and I think Tony or Yoshrai will win. I don't know I don't know about Sanamora. I don't know if she'll win. I I'd think love it's, her to win yeah, too though. So. I think it's that thing it's going to be someone who's probably signed. You think? Yeah. Who, so who's yeah. in it that's... Or has some connection to, like, WWE. Yeah. Like, like Tony, because she has that WWE yeah. UK connection. But you look Killer Kelly just doing oh a little gosh. sneaky run. That, can you imagine? Oh, yes, I love Killer Kelly. Killer Kelly, Killer Kelly yes. is, like, one of the coolest people I've ever yeah. seen. She's so cool. That would be so great. But there's so, like, there's so many women... Like... It felt like they just kept announcing names because I forgot that there was what there's thirty two women in it, and I like they'd announce a set of names and I'd be like, oh that must be it, not Man, knowing that there were like five more women to announce, and I was like, oh yes, yes. <laughs> but there's some women in it I'm not super familiar with. Like I know the name, but I don't know them super well. And I, but I think that's nearly a good thing. That is, that's you great. don't want a tournament of thirty two. I'm like, oh, I've seen all these before. Exactly. And you know what they're, what they're exactly. made of. There, there's gonna be some great room to, for some great brackets and great lineups that are different. I think it'll be really great. I'm really excited because last year it was real good. Like I loved yeah. it last year. I thought it was really cool. A great mix, a great mix of talent in the last one, and it's it's definitely. I think it's actually. It's more diverse this year and a lot more names that I'm not... They're not as big names. Yeah, definitely. Because there's some names in there like Chelsea Green and Britt Raker that didn't actually make the cut or weren't signed up to be in the tournament. Uh-huh. And that was kind of like a question mark for me because mm-hmm. um, I really, really would have thought that they would have been. Yeah. So it's like there's some really high-profile names. Like I'm really happy to see Deanna Parazzo. Yeah, that's and it, really cool. I, I'm delighted to that's see her. Really cool. She's she's amazing. I'm happy she's signed finally. I feel like that's a long time coming for her. Yeah, definitely. Um, and me personally, one of my favorites is Nicole Matthews. I was a massive, massive Canadian Ninjas fan when I was younger. I loved them. Her and Portia Perez in Shimmer, uh, they were just 
shenanigans all around. Oh, we love shenanigans. We love, <laughs> lovely shenanigans. And Nicole Matthews has been around for a very, very long time. And she deserves to get some limelight shone upon her because she's great. And I think Shimmer History, I, I'm not as up to date with Shimmer as I mm-hmm. used to be. I used to be, I've said this before, I used to really watch it all the time. Mm-hmm. She was. She's one of those people that people forget. Like she's massive, massive influence on people. And she's going to get to show that now. That's sick. Yeah, like, I'm not super... I know the name. I know her, but I've never... I haven't seen much of her wrestle. You're going to love her. <laughs> uh, she's, she's super cool. It's amazing. Yeah, Mayan Classic too. What other wrestling have you been watching? If you want to talk about anything. We watched Evolve we last did. night. And I don't really... I don't usually watch Evolve that much. But, I mean, I didn't... There was a lot of people I didn't know. Like, yeah. it was still fun and stuff, but there was a... There was a ton of people I wasn't familiar with, um, but yeah. I saw the, the, the skulk. skulk. Yeah, shout out Sarah Classic, <laughs> Sarah Classic, you're missed. Well, I can't wait to have you have you back and and do this together. But the skulks for you. Oh, we love the skulk. We love the skulk. We're gonna get, all get our skulk shirts with our names yes. on them. The I can't dance. wait. Do the dance. We love the dance. And <laughs> um, yeah, Air Fox is sick. But yeah, love Air Fox. Um, we saw Austin Theory, Darby Allen, but we had a butterfly situation in the house. There were two. There were two butterflies. Yeah, so I'm like really, people make fun of me all the time, but I'm like really scared of butterflies. I don't know what it is. I don't trust the way they flutter. I don't think it's right. I don't think it's natural. And there was one, <laughs> there was one in the house and like with the help of my dad, we got it out and we realized there was another one and we just... We missed the big chunk of fall because we were trying to get rid of the butterflies, but it's okay. We survived. It's all good. We survived. Yeah, we did. We we, we saw we saw Austin. You got to see Austin Theory. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and Darby I'd, Allen. I'd heard. I I kind of know both of them, but not not super well. I kind of only know them from the pro the American Progress shows they did at WrestleMania. I think. Oh yeah, they were shows. on them, and um, then they're on these coast to coast ones as well. So that's kind of the only way I really knew them. Yeah, but. yeah, they're really good. Um, big fans of. Oh, Sarah is more so a big fan of Austin Theory mm-hmm. and Darby Allen than I am. Mm-hmm. So I'm putting this in for you. <laughs> this, the, is for you. The, this, this, this is really what Sarah Classics' time to shine is Evolve because <laughs> everyone knows she absolutely adores Evolve and she's like the Evolve queen, and <laughs> getting everyone their club w, WN points and and everything like that. Um, yeah, then. I've I suppose I've been watching the G one, mm-hmm. um a lot of the G one, um getting to see all that yeah it's been absolutely outstanding. Yishi's obviously been a big star, big big star of the tournament, um his matches with Omega and Ibushi have been they've been ridiculous, Janet. Yeah. They've been absolutely ridiculous. Um, Ibushi's a madman. Omega's a madman, and Ishii just somehow withstands punishment. <laughs> <He's Ishii>. Yeah, <laughs> he's just a fucking unit. Um, he is. He's, he's an, an absolute, absolute unit. unit. <laughs> um, the G one's been great this year. I think, yeah, Bullet Club OGs have been very annoying. Um, I'm lovely Jay White. I love Jay White. Jay White's great. I love Jay White. I think his what he his story makes sense. What they're doing with him makes a lot of sense, and I think the tension between him and Okada and Rocky is great. There's a great dynamic going on. Um, loving Okada and the balloons, um, and the and the thing with him and Rocky. I think Okada's gonna win. Yeah, 
I mean, I'm saying this. I, I haven't watched any of it. <laughs> I don't really know what's going on, but... I think Okada's going to win. I, I mean, I, I, I can get behind you'd that. Bet, you'd bet on I, Yeah, I can, I can get behind that. Definitely. I, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's either going to be him and A, him and A Block. It's going to be Tanahashi, JY, or Okada. And I think I think Okada's going to get the job done. And would mind either the other two. I think that's the mm, great thing about yeah. about this right now. And and in B block, it's either going to be Omega, Ibushi, or Naito. Um, oh. it's going to be very tough for Naito though. I'm, oh. I'm afraid. Oh, we love Naito. We do love Naito. <laughs> Listen, I just want to make this yeah. make this statement. Sarah's on, on very this. passionate about this. We had a conversation about it last night. So I saw someone on Twitter doing like this like hair thread about New <laughs> Japan and like the best hair, and I was like, oh. If you know me, you know I'm very into hair. Mm. As in, I love just looking at it. Loves good hair. Love good hair. Yeah. It, it, it's what makes, it's what makes a person. <laughs> Stunning locks. Stunning locks. <laughs> Long, flowing, glowing locks. Um, and you know, scroll like yeah, evil's hair, yeah, nice. Tanahashi's <laughs> hair, nice. Nice. Hiromu's hair, yeah, yeah, nice. yeah, yeah, real nice. Ten out of ten. And then it gets to the dishonourable mentions part. And this is where I have a bit of a gripe. Um, <laughs> Tetsuya Naito. Excuse me. He has great hair. Yeah, it's a bit dry it's a bit sometimes. Dry. <laughs> it's a bit dry sometimes. Who's his <laughs> Yeah. Who's his I mean, right now I've been having a conditioner um, kind of <laughs> setback. I haven't had conditioner in my house for a while. I've got it now. I bought it yesterday. We're good. Um, yeah, we're good. It's going to be nice and, and, you know, hydrated. Yeah. Life is tough on the road, you right? Might... And like it's he, I just think it's unfair. It is unfair. It's unfair. Like he obviously tries. You know what I mean? He obviously tries to take good care of it. It's nice and style. He's a busy boy. You might he might have a very particular conditioner that he uses that he can only get in one town. And he wears plus like he wears a hat, right? And yeah. hat hair is real. It is real. Like, I and mean, and you know what? He never suffers from it. <laughs> no, exactly. Hat hair is so real, and Naito always manages to like beautiful, stunning. I'm. I got very upset about. I was upset I? when you told me. Yeah, I was like, that. That's not fair. It's a bit dry, but like but, <laughs> he tries. And that's what matters. That's that is what matters. That's what matters. He does his best, and I think he rocks it. I love his hair. Me too. <laughs> I love Naito. <laughs> we do. We love Naito. We love Naito. I love LIJ, to be honest. LIJ mm. are, are great. But yeah, don't come for a man's hair like that. No. He tries. Shocking. Some people just have no no empathy. <laughs> Some people just need to think a little bit more before they speak. I, for one, just, I feel like that tweet should be deleted. Mm. At whoever tweeted that, I don't know who <laughs> it was. Delete. They probably they're gonna probably listen. To, How <laughs> dare like, you come for me and my tread about hair? I mean, you do you, but personally, we love Naito's hair. Like I understand, maybe yeah, Kenny Omega's hair. Like he's died and it's, it's turned a bit off the rails. Yeah, he's it? turned a bit shit. It's to be honest, bit, um, he used to have lovely flowing curly locks back in the day, and then he just I don't know. I don't know what he's done to it. Yeah, Bullock Club ruined them. <laughs> Whatever happened to when he joined Bullet Club, we just went... Just... Just... Off the rails. Off the rails. Kodobushi has lovely hair. Kodobushi does have lovely hair. Like, it looks really soft. Yeah, you want to kind of just... <laughs> you do. It just looks super soft. It's lovely. 
Okada is just like a chameleon with his hair. And he, it changes, like, it's yeah. It's just like, I wish I had that much confidence in myself to change my hair color. My hair's been the same color since I was like 12, so. Yeah, mine's been pretty much consistently like blonde, except for my little red moment. Like Okada, actually. Oh my God. Little red moment <laughs> when I was younger. And then I had a brown and it sucked. And I, I had a brown hair moment as well. Yeah. But then we go back to blonde. Then I just went straight back to blonde. Cause kind of like Okada, really. Kind of like Okada. He goes back to blonde. <laughs> Because it suits him. We're both a bit like Okada. We pretty much are Okada. <laughs> pretty much Okada. <laughs> Where's our balloons? Let's buy some balloons today. We need balloons today, yeah. And then we'll uh, be living the our real Okada fantasy. <laughs> yeah. Who, th- here's a question. Mm. And I'm putting you on the spot here. It's, it's, a, very, it's a very important question. <laughs> okay. Who in wrestling do you think has the best hair? Right. Ob- objectively or subjectively? Both. Give us both. Okay. Ooh, that's tough. I'm not asking for best fringe. It's best. Well, hair. we all know who best, best fringe is. is. We all know. Mr. Christopher Brooks, Ado <laughs> Bay Brooks. Ado Bay Brooks has the best fringe. Do you remember how happy? Because, like, when the blonde faded yeah. and then he redyed it for carrot, and yeah. we were so hyped because we were like getting that fresh blonde in for 60 carrot. <laughs> Loving it. Just for us. <laughs> <laughs> he knew. Thank you. Thank you, Brooks. <laughs> thank you, Adobe Brooks. <laughs> I'm going to tweet this after. <laughs> after this podcast comes out, I'm going to tweet, thank you, Adobe Brooks. <laughs> He's going to be like, what? That seemed to like 90% of things we ever tweet at him is just like, okay, what? It's like, please, please stop. <laughs> Maybe don't do this. Ooh, I do feel a bit put on the spot. Best hair in wrestling. Tanahashi's obviously a show. He's definitely up um, there. 100%. Oh, here, here's a, here's a, Deal. This is. I actually had to nearly disown my own mother. She doesn't like Tanahashi's hair. What? She shades the color. What? Yeah. It's lovely. And I was like, "Mom, I based my whole hair off his hair color." <laughs> so do you hate my the hair? Shade. Do you hate my hair? <laughs> Savage. <laughs> I got really upset. I was like, "Mom, that updo though." I know. No, he's definitely, definitely up there. You know who has who has cool hair? Like <laughs> this is a totally different like take. Ember Moon. Yeah, Ember no, Moon has that. great hair. I see that. It's really nice. It's I like cool. the colors. It's different. Yeah. It suits her character real well. Yeah, exactly. I love Ember Moon's hair. Um, who else? Who else has good hair? There are loads. It's, I think it's an important thing in wrestling. It's really, to have nice hair. It's really important. <laughs> I like the way Dakota Kai does her hair. Yeah, with little the little buns. ones. I like that. I'm a big fan of that. I just love Dakota Kai. Big fans here. Big fans. Um, you actually okay. This isn't, this isn't like best. Just like general hair, but what I really love is Millie McKenzie's dedication to her ponytail. Like Always she keeps fixing that it. In. Always doing it. Yeah. She can get like thrown around. She can be in like the toughest match of her life, and she will keep her ponytail in. She's not taking it out, and I admire that kind of dedication. Just so much can't get in the way, can it? Like, no. just imagine if it got in the way, right? Can't Love let it. that happen. Oh, Killer Kelly has great hair. I love the color Killer of her Kelly hair. Has beautiful and hair. The, the braids. Oh, yes, girl. I like the braids. <laughs> I love it. I feel like I'm just talking about girls' hair now. Yeah, because like we look at girls' hair as in like goals. Like we want hair like goals. that. I love. Yeah, I do. I love Killer Kelly's hair. I liked um, actually one of my favorite hair in wrestling. Was Okada's when it was like silvery gray? <gasps> that was so oh. good. 
Yeah, I love. I actually I almost brought that, that to the hairdresser. Was like, yeah. can my hair be this color? I feel like, but that Okada rocks nearly any color, right? I actually think the color that looks worse on him is his natural black hair. <laughs> Probably, <laughs> although a, I don't know the red. I don't love the red. He's having a moment. It is, yeah, and like you do, you boo. Like yeah. <laughs> you have your moment, mm. but I liked it when it was like blonde or silver or gray. I love that look. Love it. it. It's funny that one of the first things I said to my brothers when he saw when he dyed, when he dyed his hair red, I was like, "I'm so happy I met him when he was blonde." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, "I'm so happy my picture with him was when he's blonde." What, uh, was it? Was it nice in real life? That look good. Yeah, it did actually. He looked very handsome. <laughs> he looked handsome boy. <laughs> handsome boy. He did. And I'm I, I'm getting to go to the British J Cup now in in September, and mm. um, with uh, little Kazu. Oh, shout out! Shout out to Kazu, um, our, our friend Scott, and um, we love you. Um, I'm gonna get to see Show and Yo, and I'm I'm really <gasps> excited about it. No, are they there? Yeah. Oh my god! After their uh picture book. <laughs> this is what I'm known for. Now. I love that. I, I love bought that the picture. So I bought the picture book. Oh my god, lovely! They're like eating food, <laughs> and 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 they're having a great old time in Rapungi, and then just arse. I was like, that's I remember you messaged me or something, and you were like, "Oh my god, Jenna, like it's really sexy pictures." And I was like, "What? They look like children. That's not right." I was shocked. I, I don't. Well, I I should have read up more on it to be honest. But I'm gonna you just get... impulse bought it because you just wanted to see pictures of lovely boys doing yeah. lovely boy things, and then boom, there just, it is. I'm just thinking this doesn't put me in a good light when it comes to liking wrestlers because they're attractive, does it? You didn't know. I didn't know. You didn't know. I bought it for science. Yeah, you bought it for science. I'm purposes. a journal. I'm a journalist. You're a, <laughs> you're a serious journalist. You needed it for research. Yeah. Um. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna get them to sign it. I think oh God, not, yes. on the, not on not the not on the bomb though. On one of the like pure pictures. And the, yeah, like when they're like eating ice cream. Yeah, that sounds good. Ten out of ten. Getting to see Liger as well. That's sick. I can't wait for that. And um, we're gonna so go see Rocky Romero, uh-huh. and I'm gonna get out to him for ruining <laughs> Dustin's career. You have to. You have to stand up for. And then for the Scott's going to be like, Sarah, no. <laughs> Holding me back. Yeah, like, come <laughs> at me, Rocky. <laughs> Even though I really like Rocky Romero. Yeah. Um, that's going to be fun. So there, like, and then other shows that we're, that we're going to. Um, so we have Rama. I'm going to Bridge Jacob. I'm going to Wembley. Then hopefully we're both going to tag, tag league. league yeah really excited the only ones i really have planned is i'm gonna do probably gonna do at least one night of project mayhem and then try to do tag league fingers so, crossed see the, the boys the absolute lads can't wait to see cck win yes yeah, <laughs> i i don't know i hope monster consulting are in it and i hope monster consulting win um fair. they're good boys for for those of you that are listening that are potentially going to tag league weekend um i'm running a bowling tournament mm-hmm. on, on the friday and it's it's powered by monster consulting <laughs> um so yeah if you're interested like let me know at the two sarahs or at sarah flan actually i have an entry form that you can fill out because it's very official <laughs> it's very here official. um for those of you who don't know i actually do play bowling um sarah's I, I, really good at bowling yeah I've, she's I've, like a champion bowler yeah i've played for ireland a few times and I've, I've kind of i'm kind of on the wind down at the moment um, before i kind of really get back into it again but you know I've, I've won a few tournaments here and there and and i've played abroad and stuff so 
I think it's a bit just a, it's a, just a bit of fun. I'm mm. getting everyone together um after night one because night one nothing after night one nothing yeah, night really one's happens. Pretty chill. Night two is like yeah. the it's like the crazy night. night. Night two is when it gets a bit wild. Okay, it does um, get a little wild. And then night two. A, after night three, you're just dead. Yeah, you don't want to do anything you, except no. just stand there and watch a few grabs and then yeah. have a lovely kebab. Have a lovely kebab. Oh, oh. I'm so excited. Well, oh, we're gonna. I think we'll probably end up going to Alex. Remember, we all went to Alex. Uh, after and Blaine got really drunk. Oh yeah. Whilst we all just had Blaine just like, sat in the corner by himself and, and dabbed and had like, whiskey sours on, on his own. <laughs> I love how Blaine gets very attacked on this podcast by every single person. <laughs> we love we love Blaine really. We do. Um. Yeah. So hopefully, tag league is is a go. Um. For for all of us, there's a a great bunch of people going this mm. year and and i really feel like wxw are on fire at the moment um i'm not gonna i don't know when i'll get this show out probably the next few days um we're recording this the day after short to the top mm-hmm. um and and that looked insane i don't really want to give spoilers away mm-hmm, just in case I, I get this up on, on monday um it looked insane and, and some great results happened and yes. wxw is on a roll right now it's a, um, yeah it's so cool and they're doing great storylines and they're getting great talent in and they're doing great, great things. And, and I feel like their tour that's going to come up with Chris Wolf, Freddie High, Minnie McKenzie. Um, there's some great, great people that are bringing over. For, of course, and all the regulars that... Oh, we love the regulars. It, I think a lot of people are now really identifying with, you know, WXW yeah, and the people that are there. Definitely. Like, like Dirty Dragon, Absolute Andy... Oh. We obviously have Walter and Tim and mm-hmm. Monster Consulting, Bobby, Je- Guns. Bobby Guns. Oh, Bobby Guns. I love for our King of Smoke style. Bobby Guns, like JFK, Rise. Oh. Like, look, when Lucky Kid came over to Ireland and the UK, he got such a great reception. He's getting, he has all that booking at Defiant against Omari. That, that would be insane. Yeah, that, that's going to be an absolute stellar match. Two great young talents. Um, that's like a genuine dream match. Like, yeah. that's going to be so cool. I think 2018 is going to be the year of Lucky Kid. Definitely. I know it's how we're halfway through, but the second half of the year, um, there's some very weird things going on with Rise right now and, and Lucky Kid and his relationship with Tark and Aslan. Um, so it's gonna be interesting to see. He's spoiler probably gonna be out on his own now. Oh. Um. Oh. <laughs> so we'll see. But yeah, just... I think he's he's gonna be he's destined for great things. Lucky kid, I think. Yeah. I think he's super. He's super super charismatic in like the weirdest way possible, and I love it. <laughs> He gets everyone to do the rise pose. Mm. Literally everyone will do it, even though they don't know rise. Yeah, they're like, they'll, yes, lucky kid. Yes, they'll, <laughs> they'll stick their finger up. Um, yeah, definitely. WXW is definitely something that I'm very very much so looking forward to. And I think their, their doubleheader shows are progress this summer. I'm very sad not to be going I know, to. Right? I feel like I'm missing out. I, definitely. Um, they're going to be stellar. Zack Sabre Jr. is going to be appearing on them um, against whoever the champion is mm. at a, a fan appreciation night but yeah i think we'll wrap it up there for, for the show jenna do you have anything that you want to plug or give out your twitter name or oh okay my twitter is uh, at miss underscore zelda underscore zonk no it's not based on the video game i get that question a lot um i think the only thing i can really plug other than just my twitter is that um I have a sneaky little interview with omari in the next calling spots you can pre-order now. It's got lovely Kenny Omega on the cover. So 
10 out of 10. Lovely Chris Wolf cartoon in there. Lovely. Yeah, all the good yeah. boys and girls. <laughs> yeah, definitely go check that out. Like Jenna does some great, great interviews on a lot of different wrestlers and, and writes for a lot of publications. And, and Indie it, Corner. Indie Corner. She does some great, great stuff. And you can really tell that like, her love for wrestling really shines through in, in kind of everything that she does. Um, Thank you. <laughs> I'm not just saying that. It's true. The genuine love is is stellar. Like I remember the what you wrote about sixteen carat weekend. I was like, damn, it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't get better than that. Um, but yeah, you can follow me at the two Sarahs. It's it's really Sarah Classics taking over the account. <laughs> She's tweeting some great content. Oh, it is. It's excellent. It, it's, it's 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 amazing. And I'm like, oh, I wish I tweeted that. That would be Sarah Classic. Um, and you can follow me at the at Sarah Flan with two N's and um, follow at the Voices of Wrestling and another great podcast that they have, obviously the flagship and, and all that sort of thing and, and all the great, great shows. You can check all of them out on on voicesofwrestling.com. Um, come on, hard, thick and fast with all the G1 coverage. I think that's <laughs> something that's... I don't know how they all keep up with it. I feel like such a pleb. So <laughs> I feel like I, I can't keep up with all of them and everything that they do. And there's some great, great writers and, and podcasters for, for the site. And and if, you, if you're listening to us, I don't know why you wouldn't be listening to any other podcasts on there because a lot of them are a lot more professional and, and, and together. We're just having a laugh. Yeah, we're, we're, we're just having a laugh. Um, yeah, so I really hope you enjoyed. And hopefully next time it will be Sarah and Sarah again and of course we'll have Jenna back on um it won't be her last appearance for sure we love Jenna um I love Sarah's <laughs> so yeah go out and check pa- back all of our old episodes and yeah we will see you soon and to steal Sarah Classics line Ian sing us away now the show is over and we still haven't met Rover Time to get some rest and recharge But join us next time, won't you? And we'll discuss all those big issues Like Jesus, Waller's hands are so damn large Making friends and making times And resting round the world BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. 
Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.